We took a weekend off from touring And so we made our way back home We heard a house party was brewing It's Friday, so let's get drunk, Guten Tag, meine Freunde. Oh, I, I already messed that up. Yeah, it's a struggle. Freunde. Freunde is the word for friends. Welcome on this Monday, this Oktoberfest Monday, to the Last Call podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Thompson. Alongside me, as always, are my co-hosts, Nick Warner and Sean. You might have finally done it. I mean, you, you definitely gave me a challenge just now, trying to find this beer. Yeah. Holy cow. Not very easy. Starting off a Monday on a high note. Uh, it is my brew review, and I did bring in Oktoberfest to share with the group. Uh, so thank you for joining us on this Monday. Again, life happens, and so uh, we still need to bring you content this week. Um, so if you're listening to this podcast on next Monday, your mind's probably blown right now. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Always thinking ahead, just like a carpenter who builds stairs, right? One step ahead. Dude, I'm botching all the jo- jokes. Oh, I can't. Please, please, you gotta just where, uh, Where's the boo? <laughs> Somehow that hits harder than the boo. Yeah. Why not both? Boy, that was just a bad. Okay. All right. Well, we just gotta just, hit all the sound effects. Just right pile it on. It's it's clearly a Monday, and I have not shaken off the weekend. But uh, yeah, thank you. This is the podcast where Nick, Sean, and I attempt to drink six beers in sixty minutes while doing the podcast. Each beer does have to be at or above five percent alcohol by volume. Um, you know what? Because we've already dove into this brew review let's talk about it a little bit so i did bring an oktoberfest it is 5.5 percent it is from uh festlich house well it's actually from um Mm-mm. rockwall brewing company it's from Wa- rockwell brewing company Wall, in brewed in the usa yeah oktoberfest <laughs> real real oktoberfest huh? <laughs> it is an oktoberfest german style lager out of rochester new york so um <laughs> If That's you, why it took me how, so long to find it. I was like, nah, it can't be that one. Can't be that one. Can't be that one. And then Sean looks at the bottle and finds the brewing company on the side. I'm like, oh, it's not even like a German beer. You would think no. that they would no. want their the actual brew to be like pretty easy to find. Like if you're drinking this beer, like for like, to to Aaron's point, yeah, like you know, Feschlich House looks like probably what the brewery that, would be. That's what I thought but it was. It's not, and the the brewery is tucked away on the bottom left-hand corner of the label and like not very big print so i'm like you're not discoverability is pretty low well you know i found it this is all counting against your score found it at the store so it, it exists so um all right well you know what we've talked enough about the brew let's get some scores on it huh so we're going to continue to talk about the brew yeah well we've talked <laughs> we've talked enough about it let's let's okay. score it now. yeah sorry uh uh i love oktoberfest beers uh, gets me ready for the fall, even though I'm. I don't know. It's not the first I, week of fall I, yet. Remember, we looked up the we looked up the date. We're right it's there. Not until the 23rd. We're right there. Uh, fall. I I I've enjoyed it more and more as I've gotten older. That sounds much better. Thank you. How much pumpkin spice <laughs> are you consuming? I was like, am I am I ears muffled? Uh, no, I'm not a pumpkin beer guy. But this, uh, I, I appreciate the fall because it's good weather. It's it's nice. It's mild. But I hate the winter coming after that this gets me in the mood at least to enjoy fall a little bit a little bit of outdoor camping weather not that i camp but sitting by the bonfire <laughs> it's like do you, i don't know if you've ever camped when i've known you um but i think this is good i wish it was cold it would have been really good if it was cold yeah i'd say if it was cold it probably would be rated higher 
Okay. Well, this is how the Germans drink the beer. Uh, there is no refrigeration that they put their beers in. You go to the store, you pick up a crate of 10 liters worth of beer, which is cheaper than a crate of water, and you drink them all like this. So, I'm, I'm, I'm giving it a 6.9. Probably would have nice. given it a nice. 7.2 if it was cold. I'll give it a 5.5. Five. 5.5. Five, five. We, we visited this. You are not a... Now we have two data points showing you're not much of a Oktoberfest beard kind of guy. Mm. Our last one was uh, Quaftoberfest brewed by Quaff Brewing Company. I this is a solid, authentic German style Oktoberfest beer. A lot of times you get like the Americanized, and it's a lot more fruity and all that kind of stuff. And like and, the Sam Adams, exactly. The Germans don't drink. Like they don't put fruit in their beer. That's not something that they do. Um, this is, in my opinion, very, very authentic. Um, I'm gonna give it a seven. I, I, I think it's a, a. If you want a good German style beer, I'm very impressed with this. All right, official. All right, a seven, a six point nine, a five point five. Give us an average of a six point five. Sean bringing down the score. Whoops. Uh oh. <laughs> Where's the Not wah, again. Wah, 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 play that? That's Oh, brother. Uh, I think sticks. that one's more appropriate. That's even better. Um the untapped score was a 3.48 times by 2 to get it on our scale. The official scale is a 6.96. So we're right. So we're, we're right, right there. Right we're right there. there. Hey, we're official beer raiders now. You guys want to know where I got this beer? The place right out the corner. Aldi. Aldi. Ten dollars. Ten dollars for a six pack. Did you uh, put your little quarter in? Did you have to? I do not. No, bring I a quarter with you. I'm the I'm the idiot that walks around with my arms full of shit, hoping that I don't drop it all over the place because I refuse to pay a quarter for the cart. <laughs> I found so. I uh, for those who don't listen often whatever i like 3d printing i found a little thing that you could 3d print and you can keep it on your keychain so if you don't want to bring a quarter with you i'll really? 3d print a little thing for you well and the, there's a black market on quarters in the aldi parking lot a black market yeah it's People like are trading yeah it's like hey hey can i get that card here i'll give you a quarter and like <laughs> sometimes two quarters how about two quarters? Otherwise, I'm locking this bad boy up and you can pay the one Honestly, quarter. I'm going to go to Aldi. I'm going to take all the cards hostage and then we're going to have a, a bidding war. <laughs> can I get 50 cents? 50 cents. Do I hear 50 cents? Here we go. This guy offered me $10 for a cart. Dude, it would be amazing. It is funny. I'm sure it's you very illegal. War on the cart. Like, I'm about to put it away and it's, hey, hey, wait, no, can I pay you for that? And then... Yeah, it's it's a it's a serious thing. Uh, I have because I only have the one arm right now. I have started um, taking you only have one arm. Well, I mean, it's one, crazy. How did it get ripped off? Arms. Yeah, I didn't hear an for those for those listening. How did your arm get ripped off? Yeah, what happened? Um, so we were downtown uh, on Mass Ave actually, and there was an old lady crossing the street and uh, did not look both ways. Uh, you know that, that she didn't flashing, or you didn't. She didn't. That mm-hmm. flashing hand started to go. And I said, somebody's got to help her. And so he ripped up um, his arm and threw it at her. I decided to get hit by the bus rather than letting that old lady get hit by the bus. Don't, no need to applaud. No, hold your applause. I'm no hero. I'm just glad I was in the right place at the right time. 
Okay. No, it's, no, it's nobody very, liked it. Nobody yeah. liked my story. Okay. No. Hang on. Hang on. What? Wow. Thank you. It's Thank almost you. like it's not fucking real. No, it's not. <laughs> I, I wish it was something cool. M- Mizuno I, took I, his hand from him. I, I am ruined, or I'm running out of different ways that I hurt my arm. I like. Oh, you're at least having fun with it. Like, I'm trying to trying at this to. point. You have to, right? Because everybody's like, oh, how'd you hurt your arm? And they're, one, expecting a cool story. Right, if you tell them the real story, like, oh, I tripped off the side, you know, <laughs> fell off the curb and I hurt myself. Okay, well, now I'm just embarrassed. So you have to come up with something. And then also, I've realized that nobody actually cares. Because if I told you what I did, then they're like, oh, well, uh, you know, did you, why'd you have to have surgery? Again, you don't care. I, I'm not going to give you the long explanation. So I've really tried to, uh, like, cut this story down to its bare bones Some as much as possible. if they asked you the question, they cared at least a little bit to hear a story. No, it's being polite. It's just no, politeness. I, there's plenty of people with messed up limbs that I do not ask them a single question about. Okay, well, if they're missing a limb, <laughs> like, yeah, hey, how'd you lose your arm, right? That's kind of an awkward conversation. That's know. a faux pas. That, if oh, it's just somebody, pas. if it's somebody on crutches or something, oh, what, you know, what happened? That's that seems more like polite conversation, just acknowledging that this person is injured. Is. I think it's rude. Speaking when, of things that were lost, it's intrusive. What is the biggest thing that you've ever lost? What's the biggest, What's the biggest thing you've ever lost? Identity. <laughs> your identity. <laughs> Somebody right, stole your identity. Going down a rabbit hole here. Well, lost is in like literally misplaced like and you couldn't could, find it you again. Can't you can't believe you forgot about it. like how did I how did I lose this? Like it's just gone and it's unbelievable. Like you can't even figure out how it's even possible that you lost this. Well, does it does it have to be permanently lost or could I have found it later on like years later? Because I had you that can find happen. it years later. That's fine. Well, so when I was in like seventh or eighth grade, I, somebody made me a duct tape wallet. And I had like $80, which for a seventh or eighth grader was, you know, oh, that is big. De- a million, yeah, a million dollars. And I lost it, the wallet and the money. Yeah. And I found it like three years later after I'd completely given up hope of ever finding that money again. So that was, it was a yeah, good, good day, find. But it's a, that was one that there's I. There's a rainbow at the end of that trail. Yeah. There was, and a, uh, a duct tape wallet that immediately got thrown in the trash. I'm like, I can't. This thing sure. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just Who goes, made this? <laughs> Just, Sean, anything? Uh, no, not really. No, okay. I mean, like, generally, I think the most largest item that, if it's expensive wise, I've lost is a credit card. That's because there's a limit on it. So I'd be like, oh fuck, I lost my credit card. Got to cancel that before someone goes on a little bit of a shopping spree. Yeah. Okay. Uh, would it? Would you say it would be um, difficult? What? Go ahead. Do you know how many times I've dropped my phone recently and not been worried whatsoever that it's going to actually break? Do you remember the old school, like the first iPhones? If you hit that thing with a feather, the whole screen would crack. I did that with a Samsung phone in college. So I broke something. So I lost that phone because I had to go get a new one, I guess. But I didn't lose it. I just was an idiot and shattered it. And that cost, that was an expensive day. Oh, okay. To roll into that, speak of expensive things, did you see what the U.S. government lost today? <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> I haven't. Let me, let so, me know. What, is, what did they a, lose? An F-35, which is a, a uh, yeah, it's, okay. very, very expensive jet Yep. Uh, with a lot of very important information and highly, I don't know, this is a, a, a very advanced jet, uh, was lost today. A uh, pilot took off from, I think, 
Beaufort, South Carolina. I think there's a, a, a base down there. Pilot took off for whatever reason. They haven't released it. Pilot had to bail out, so he ejected out. The plane at the time was supposedly on like an autopilot mode, and so it kept flying. Must have not had that big of an issue where it just kept going. Government has no idea where it is. It's just gone. Imagine you're just but, sitting in your backyard. So they, they put out a tweet. They said, crashes. hey, if you've seen this, let us know. Here's a number. Please call. Like a cat. All right. Have you seen my animal? They're just putting up posters on all the light pole signs. It's just a fucking F-35. <laughs> Reward. $100 if found. His name's Timmy. All right. He'll, he responds to Timmy. So so wait. Let, the pilot, you said ejected? He ejected. Okay, and He's then the pe- and the plane kept flying. And the plane that, kept that's, going. That's interesting that the plane kept going. They have not released why it's like why it went off or why he ejected. They haven't released that. They he did come down safely. He went to a hospital. I think he's fine, is what they've reported. But they have they have not released a reason of why he ejected. Okay, I don't know what the average cost of one of these is. It's very expensive. Couple of things. One, I'm curious how fast he was going because that plane could be so far gone. Especially if it was, let's say, let's just run with this hypothetical full tank of jet fuel. $100 million. That's something. Didn't we just, did we, didn't we say, didn't we, were we going to sell a whole bunch of them to like Korea or something? Like South Korea, I think we approved. Oh, I'm sure we sell a ton of them. But that whole program was like, I I think I just Googled it, it was like $1.7 trillion that we spent on that program. Full tank of gas flying. Yeah, expensive. At what, what, Mach? How fast do those things it can go? go? It can go about Mach 1.6. Okay, so let's just say it's going Mach 1. It's cruising at an easy Mach 1. Ugh. Pilot ejects. I, he probably didn't eject at that time. Well, I'm curious how fast yeah. he was going because that thing going Mach 1. I, I don't think he ejected at that speed. It is. die if you did. It is gone. Um, like that thing when you eject and it keeps flying it's it gets the size of nothing real quick so that thing could be anywhere oh we're getting like breaking news apparently they may have found a debris field thank you james or chad is like filling us in and this is all new because i i literally double check i've been checking throughout the day and it's a hundred million dollar plane and you have some shit ass tracker on it that you can't find out where it went well they're that's supposed a, to have stealth capabilities bud like, that's well, the thing okay i was but like is the, this a good thing it wasn't found or a bad thing it's okay like it's but, just showing but finding it on like i'm assuming you would have some sort of encrypted technology that only you can actually see where it's at i get the stealth capabilities but again if this thing goes missing, which it did, now we're putting out tweets. The U.S. government is tweeting the general public like saying, hey, Lost Jet, please contact us if found. Like, how embarrassing is that? I think that's kind of ridiculous that the U.S. government can't keep track of their jets. South Carolina Ocean? You mean the Atlantic Ocean? No, Come it's, on. it's the South Carolina Ocean. Come on. <laughs> I, I, I just think it's amazing. They're just like, yeah, we have no idea. If you find it, let us know. That'd, wanna, be, that'd be hilarious. What part of the plane costs that much? The whole thing. Uh, well, part, I, I mean, the, probably the majority but, of it. But I, the human life that was in there. <laughs> okay, and he ejected. And that, they recovered that $100 million right then and but there. How, a hundred, like, how much does a commercial airline cost to build? It depends. 
I don't know, a 737, whatever you want to pick a pick a big plane. I thought the 757 was the more mainstream model now. Oh, I don't care. 787. I, I do think they, I thought they were, yeah, I think you're right. They retired the 737 or something like that. They cost, the going rate for a Boeing 757-200 is now roughly $3.58 million to $11 million. So, so 10 times less than a jet. So what technology? Is it the stealth capability? Out of the fucking is it missiles, the, the guns, Mach 1.6, what, what are you confused I, about there? I think the stealth technology is very expensive. I know, like, the helmet alone that they put on is, like, unbelievable. Like, but, but a Lamborghini. The, but does that factor into the cost of the entire plane? 100%. All I'm saying yeah. is, what what is that? 30 times that of a Boeing? Thir- yeah, 30, right? A little over 30, maybe 35 times that of just a commercial airliner. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's incredible how much money... You got to think of all the different capabilities of that system and like the software alone to fly that plane is going to be unbelievable to be able to do the maneuvers like in the calculations that it has to do to be able to fly that plane. No, I unbelievable. I, I get and that's probably where the majority of the cost comes from. I, get I think it. we're so we're so used to seeing stuff and like thinking about it in the physical form of like how much it costs. You got to think of like the development of the software and everything else, the avionics, everything else that goes into it. But, Unbelievable. Okay, I mean, uh, it's probably I, mostly time as well. I, I have no idea what, it, but you would think at this point in the evolution of uh, aircraft that the cost per jet would have gone down. But Absolutely it's it's not. new advancements, though. You've got to be two be steps f- ahead of the person that's also making jets that are going to try to shoot down your jet. So that's all those defense mechanisms that they're putting in there. Think about this. You sell control systems, right? And mm-hmm. you know how much those, those cost. And that's stuff that's readily available out there on the market. There's a ton of competitors. This is like brand new stuff. This isn't even available to the public, yeah. right? Remember I got some stuff. It was for a brief moment. Do, I need to, do we need to revisit Pepsi? Where's my jet? You know, no one can buy one. Yeah. You can't buy an F-35. As a, a tax-paying citizen, I was going to, you know, I helped partially fund this by paying my taxes. I Also, I'm concerned about this lost jet, and I was going to go around the neighborhood posting up lost signs to Again, help out, you know. Take that bad boy for a joyride. I just want to see the new movie, Dude, Where's My Jet? Just gone. <laughs> just, dude, where's my... In the my... middle of the ocean. He's sleeping... Uh, I imagine that pilot was just sleeping on cruise control, and then all of a sudden just ejects... <laughs> Dude, what happened? Oh, shoot. What happened? Speaking of movies coming out, though, have you seen? And I don't, I don't think we talked about this last week. Um, they are making a movie about the GameStop, GameStop, Stop Saga. I thought they released that, didn't they? Is it already out? I don't know. It's called. Uh, it's, I think I watched another documentary. This is what I'm talking about. This is what I talked about last week. It's called. It's called Dumb Money. I think I might have mentioned that already, but look up who the cast is in that. I mean, it's it's a pretty big cast for a movie about GameStop. Pete Davidson, Seth Rogenson, uh, sorry, Seth Rogen, Sebastian Stan, uh, anyone else that I know, Nick Offerman. I just think it's crazy that, uh, again... Do you guys know? I know we talked about it a little bit a long time ago, Warner. But what triggered that? Just some dude on Reddit? Is that actually what happened? See, so he found a. I, I would almost equate it. Once again, we're not investors. We're not. 
Yeah, but whatever. I mean, we. I, I think it was happened. a guy that that was basically looking at the earnings and everything of a company, or some looking into the analytics of GameStop and saying that like what was happening didn't make any sense, right? And so he found something and put the information out there and was trying to get a lot of people involved into it. So well, yeah, I mean, he played the market. You you find a whole bunch of dumb idiots on Reddit. You say, oh, I'm I'm going heavy on this boy's diamond hands. Got the diamond hands. Everyone yeah. else should have their diamond hands. And then he gets out when he's you know fucking high, and then everyone else has their money. He's like, oh, these guys are fucking idiots. You just aren't you. You shouldn't have diamond hands. It's on you. Apparently, that movie came out the fifteenth. From what I'm seeing in the chat, so, oh, so we can watch it right now. So we could go watch it right yeah, now. Right now. What are you guys doing after this? <laughs> um i do think the stock market is i do i don't even know what to do with the stock market anymore like does anybody actually know what they're doing in the stock market because i i truly don't think like guesses come on buddy but they didn't see 2008 coming right only a handful of people actually saw 2008 coming with the housing crisis and and broke your neck yeah sorry yeah no i mean you can i I did hear that in the mind watch the big short it's a great what do you want to call it like not documentary but whatever they call you know it's biopic biopic yeah what it biopic whatever you want to call it um and like yeah there was like a couple of guys that like caught on to it but i mean you look at the whole in a majority like it was like 10 guys out of the entire world caught this which like but it that was, makes me think that nobody actually knows anything about the stock market. No, I mean, it's, it's all... There's probably a handful of people that are all guessing different things, and a few of those people are going to be right, and then the rest of them... Like, everybody's going to have theories, and even, like, how the market's going to crash. They're going to think of it in different ways, and it's just somebody's going to be right, and then somebody's going to be wrong. Somebody might be take, right that it crashes this way, but somebody's going to be wrong that it crashes this way, and, you know, they're gambling all their money over here, and they're gambling all their money over here. Nine times out of ten is that now they're just running it through, name this machine learning algorithm here, that one there, and then praying to God that something matches up. And like, okay, we'll sell this, we'll sell that. Yeah. Well, didn't, what's his and name? then you have insider trading, which also helps. Didn't Michael... Michael Burry is yeah. the... No, 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 not no. him. The the science kid on YouTube that trained a goldfish to pick stocks. Oh, yeah. He compared... To Michael Reeves. Michael Reeves, he... Uh, set up a camera and had a goldfish inside the tank first thing it pops up (laughs) and the fish had to go from this is for those who have not seen it the fish had to go from one side of the tank to the other and one side of the tank was one stock one side of the tank was another stock and depending on how much time it spent on there versus one versus the other is what stock it would pick and then so he did this and compared it to he pulled all of the information from Reddit. from Reddit from Wall Street Bets, which is the subreddit, and basically chose used created an algorithm that looked at what everybody was recommending, and then picked bets or like uh, stock picks based on the algorithm that he generated. That he compared the two, and the goldfish did better. Yeah, and this is all just using blue chip stock stuff like that. So, like, oh, yeah, so, so you'd like, say you know this tech company here, this one, the if the fish swam over there for twenty seconds. That's pick the stock that you pick, and then it put up another one. If it swam over there, that's the stock it picked, and then it was it managed to out you know, um, 
analyze the market better oh, than the yeah. uh, than the, the whole subreddit of Wall Street bets. I would say not analyze. Surprising. I think it was just no, no. I, he was. I, I he can't was, remember. He was crunching the numbers. You saw the bubbles coming out of his mouth. He was putting through it. He was looking through portfolios. He was reaching out to investors. He had his whole. He had his whole. He, just critical. You know, he was he was doing his work. I don't know? remember the ending of the video, but I, exactly. But I think both sides lost. It's just that the goldfish lost less. Less. Yeah. So. But hey, that's what you want. You, it's you, a fun video. You should go watch it. You should watch any of his videos. I think they're really good. They're very it's entertaining. Just, it's the same thing with like, what's it? There was the was it a fucking octopus that like accurately oh. predicted the World Cup? Like, oh, it was like March Madness or something like that. Yeah, but like it did it for like, years. It wasn't even just like once. Like, oh yeah, let's go to this our local fucking octopus. <laughs> what do you got there, bud? Then he just would like put a clamshell in a bucket. And like, yep. That team's winning, and God damn it, that team won. I don't know if they just wanted to impress the fucking octopus. Like, we got everything riding on this guy. No idea. So, I, as you both know, I enjoy a good sports bet. Oh, I know. And um, it's not going so well for me right now. Uh, yeah, making a lot of uh, bad picks. <laughs> and... James says it. And yet again, the groundhog can't tell me the seasons. <laughs> yeah. Every every spring, we no, look at a groundhog to pick what no, the season's going to be. No one said be. rodents were that intelligent. Uh, <sighs> but I've been having a very bad string. And, and I'm not even talking like... I used to put $5 on the entire NFL slate every week <laughs> in hopes that I won $100,000 or whatever, right? Again, I knew my chances were low. <laughs> low risk, high reward type of deal. However, I'm like, all right, I'm actually going to be smart this year and I'm going to go three game parlay, right? There's no way that, you know, uh, the Chiefs, the Cowboys and the, I don't know, um, Bengals can all lose in the same week and sure as shit they do. And it's just infuriating to me how I just can't get a single break on betting. Now, Schaefer said you just love a bunch of bad sports bets. I I guess if you want my question, I'm gonna start, why do you pick all the losing bets? Yeah, like do you just like donating money? Maybe you apparently. Should, so so maybe you I'm gonna go post by your gut reaction and then just reverse it, and then you, <laughs> you might be you will turn into the best you know gambler alive. What I'm what I'm Cut about to Aaron next week, and he's got a goldfish and an octopus in his house. <laughs> Guys, who's winning? Who's he just throwing like food at? I'm like, come on, who the fuck's winning this game? I'm just gonna put the goldfish on a piece of paper and let it flop over to whichever, <laughs> whichever side it thinks is gonna win. I'll Person at Walmart, it's like this man has bought ten goldfish this week. Well, there was a guy on TikTok that did that with his dog, where he threw a basketball, like a little inflatable basketball, and the dog would hit it with its nose like Airbud, and then it would go into like trash cans. One being one team and one being the other, and that's what his picks were. So people need more time on your, or less time on your hands. However, the. I was talking to our friend of the show, Cameron, and he was talking about his go-to bet is first touchdown score in various games. Allegedly, and we can talk to him about this later, 76% hit rate on first touchdown score that he picks. I don't which believe, is I don't believe that. Unreal. I'm going to call bullshit, Cameron. I don't believe that. Unreal. Let me see. Let me see the books. Let I me look would, at them. Like because if you had a 76, percent you better be betting the mortgage because you're going to have a couple of houses by now. Well, and then I, I, of course, I ask him this past Sunday. I say, Hey, Cam, who you got? And he gave me three names, and I was like, I don't hate them, so I put them. They fucking lose. So what? It, 
I'm almost thinking if I wouldn't. It's have, weird that he only <laughs> tells you about his winnings and not his losses. I, who knows, man? All I'm saying is I'm I'm starting to think it's a me thing. Like the minute that I put money on Alabama, they're going to lose. That's what you know. That's just. I think I, you're silly for believing you, them. You just got to keep going, man. Because that's like, where you that went next, wrong. Like, if you quit before you're hot, you're never going to be a real good gambler. <clears throat> <laughs> Number one rule of gambling: chase losses. Chase it. Chase it. Jeez. If you lost that $100 bet, double it. You'll win it back. Don't it's worry. It's the law of averages. It'll come back to you. You have to win at least one, right? Yeah. Have to. Just one. So if you want sports betting tips, I will give you who not to bet on because I'm taking them, which means they're going to lose. But the sports gambling market is unreal. I know we talked a little bit about it the other uh, week about um, ESPN and Penn Gaming, who used to own Barstool Sports. Uh, ESPN's trying to get into the gambling game because it's so lucrative and that's how many people gamble on sports oh here's something we didn't talk about speaking of which did you know that the mgm properties in vegas got hacked nope heard about it they they got hacked and they're still trying to recover um apparently or allegedly i i didn't hear about this in the news that the caesar's properties got hacked and the ransom was 15 million and they just paid it and they're like yeah i got this sitting in my pocket yeah it's just like okay let me go get some chips out of the back real quick and you know here you go so caesar's allegedly paid got a ransomware attack paid it and they're up and running mgm they asked for 30 million something like that and they said no and we don't negotiate with terrorists and what they said and so they shut down like all of their operations all of their systems and they're still not fully back up and running. Yeah, I just pay it. The the opportunity loss for them is not worth it. Like, I mean, just pay the thirty million and you'll get it back next week. But there's always that risk of you pay it and then they don't oh, yeah. release your stuff, right? True, but so it's kind of like how about half now, half after, or three? You know, I mean, again, I I also like we're not going to negotiate here, but at the same time you are losing out so much money. And I saw videos like the lobbies are crazy because all their computer systems are down. So they're taking forever to check in people. Um, it's just an absolute mess. Also, what are, what are the chances after they send in the money that you can find the person afterward that you send the money to? Uh, I, mean, I guess it, if it, you it, tell it, them to send it, it a certain way yeah, through I mean, blockchain that's yeah. not trackable. It did happen with the Colonial Pipeline. Do you remember that a couple summers ago that they took hostage the Colonial gas pipeline yeah and then they paid them in bitcoin but however they paid them they were actually able to track it and get like three quarters of it back or maybe they got all of it back so i think there is a way that you could possibly track it i know they say with bitcoin you're not able to but um i just thought that was nuts and now there's a subreddit for people trying to hack the las vegas sphere (laughs) that would be interesting they are trying to hack the las vegas sphere oh the best part of how they hacked MGM is they found out who the IT manager was on LinkedIn and then called somebody in the IT department per impersonating the IT manager yes. and they just gave them all social ad- engineering. Yeah, they just gave them the admin passwords. So somebody's in a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah. Phishing, social engineering, whatever you want to fucking call it. That sphere is pretty cool though. Yeah. I want to go see it. I do want to go but see it. That's it, the only thing I want to see about Vegas. I'm not a Vegas person. But is there anything that, like in the sphere or is it literally just a glowing ball that just... No, you can go sphere. inside of it. You can go yeah. inside of it? Is, or, what it's are an there? experience on the... I don't know if it's a theater or whatever on the inside, but 
like yeah, obviously the outside's the draw you know you have some big ass fucking thing there but on the inside you should I think it's like a it's supposed to be like an entertainment venue as, as far as I know no, doesn't look like a ton of space the giant eyeball kind of creepy a little creepy but I think it's cool my favorite thing when they first posted it they had like the uh, blue screen like air <laughs> windows air I thought that was hilarious. I think that was photoshopped, but no, would the, be funny. The, the amount of memes that popped off once it was like there was it was hilarious. It was just yeah everything after. That's what they should do. The F thirty five post the the, the missing photo, the missing poster <laughs> on the eyeball. So um, I think do we, it. We'll find it next week. However, one of the spectacles on the Las Vegas Strip, uh, okay. the Bellagio Fountains, inaccessible right now. They are blocking it off because of the F1 race in November. So they're going to have stands with, uh, I think, in front of the fountains. And so they've blocked off that entire walk in front of the Bellagio. So, like, it, there's a Already? bunch of. Yeah. For a race that doesn't have re- they re- They repaved the entire strip. They ripped out a whole bunch of trees on the entire strip. And they've blocked off access to a lot of the walkways that are going to have grandstands on the strip. Hmm. And so Vegas, I guess right now is just like in shambles. So I would imagine and you're so, going there in like three weeks. Yeah, I'm going there in three weeks. So we're not going to be able to do really anything on the strip. But if we go to Maybe that's um, why the tickets are so cheap. But if you go downtown, like to Fremont Street, where they have the big cover and you have the zip line and stuff, I can imagine that's just going to be absolute swamped if nothing is on the strip to you know see or do. Right? They're taking away a lot of the visual and the the appeal of this strip because of this f1 race i i'm are you excited for vegas f1 race or are you not excited i'm indifferent i don't know a lot of these tracks this is sorry i'm not i'm not trying to get into like the weeds of being like a good a good track versus a bad track get in there i think it's cool that they're doing something in a different area i don't think the u.s needs three f1 races right now we have one in miami one in Austin and one in Vegas. I think it's too many. I mean, go po- the go one, do it the one, else. To be, the one to get dropped would be Austin. No, I, I wouldn't. There's too much money in Vegas to not go to Vegas. Yeah, way but the, the too racing, much money. The racing value is there, though. In I mean, Austin, and it could be. I mean, the, the track in Austin might be better. I would drop Miami those first. Cas- those cas- Miami sucks. Everybody hates it. it. It was a PR nightmare. They the I first the year they water. went there. The f- yeah, the, the, the first great. year this is, they raced. The city's built on water. <laughs> yeah, water, but not where they were at. They did it around like the stadium where the uh, Marlins play, or whatever they are. The Dolphins, whatever. Yeah, the hard, hard, there hard Rock. Yeah, the, Dude, didn't yeah, they, the didn't, Hard Rock. Didn't they, they race through Hard Rock? No, I no. Thought, that that's in Mexico. They go through a baseball stadium. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I thought they went through the Hard Rock. Anyways, but um, uh, it, no, it like Miami the first year. They had like fake water set up, and they had like fake boats to make it look like a marina. <laughs> it was fucking weird. It was horrible. Everyone's like, "What, what are you guys doing? What Why would you that? do this?" And Miami has a lot of money. Like I said, that's the reason I felt Austin would be dropped because Vegas, those casinos are going to pay whatever they have to pay to get F one there. Because you yeah. know, immediately after that race, they're going to every rich person that's there is going to the casino and dropping stupid money. Yeah, like, I. I so, I'd be okay with it staying. We'll, we'll see how the race is. I mean, that's why I can't believe of all of the sports leagues, the NBA is the last one that's going to end up moving to Vegas because you've got the Raiders there. You have the Golden Knights hockey. 
uh, baseball, the Oakland A's are moving to Vegas. How is the NBA not moving to Vegas? Well, it's because they need a team to open up to move. They're not going to make a new team. I mean, you could easily move the Oklahoma City Thunder to Las Vegas. Like, you could move any one of those teams that's a non-major market team and move them there, right? It's the same thing that the St. Louis Rams did. Mm -hmm. The St. Louis Rams said, build us a stadium or we move. Funny thing is, the Rams... They were going to build them a stadium. They had the plans drawn up. Money and they put said, into it. They said, nah, we're still going to uh, L.A. Mm-hmm. So, again. I will say, to your point, Monaco is a race at F1 that has a ton of money surrounding it. The race, because the cars have gotten so big, is not very good now. There's, like, no passing. But it stays on the schedule because, one, it's historic. Two, ton of money. Ton of money in it. Yeah, it's we we looked that up one one day, didn't we? Like the average income of Monaco was, or whatever it was, was unbelievable. It was millions. Like that was the average income or something like that. So, um, I don't know. I'm interested to see. I obviously I think it's a cool venue where, again, just going 200 miles an hour, which Henry Ruggs did down the Las Vegas Strip. If you know who Henry, <laughs> Henry Ruggs is, um, no, nobody got okay. No, not a clue. A wide receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders was going 160 down the strip and ended up killing a 23-year-old girl. Oh! And he's now in prison for I don't even know how long. Um, but when he gets him out. But when I said um, going 200 miles down the strip, then I that's where my mind took me. But taking an F1 car and driving it in a race down the strip, it's got to be a pretty cool spectacle. Like as a driver, I know you're not looking at the the you know surroundings but didn't red bull do like a either an indy car an f1 car through a, a casino they did an f1 they did a burnout yeah in the, the f1 car yeah through the casino yeah it was awesome what yeah there were people playing texas hold'em right there it was I, awesome i would be terrified yeah it i would be too and i <laughs> love racing <laughs> I, i'm sorry was that just a race car <laughs> like well I'm the sorry, funny what, thing what'd is, you say it I couldn't. Was, there's a fucking car doing a burnout. Right no, I didn't wild. say hit. No, <laughs> check. This is shit. I can't hear. No, not fold. Check. Exhaust just blowing cards up. Like, okay, fuck. I, I guess that was my bet. The uh, the funny thing is, with all the fans and everything, the, the for sucking all the smoke out is probably perfect for doing the burnout in there for the exhaust fumes and whatnot. Yeah, the yeah. exhaust fumes and everything. They do. They uh, so the casinos do pump that oxygen. They pump you full of oxygen, and then God forbid you have a cup of coffee, you won't sleep for thirteen days. It's just, it's hyper caffeinated. It's very good coffee though. Very good coffee. <laughs> they know how to make coffee. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's still off the last high of his last coffee there two years ago. Yeah, I haven't slept since the last time I've been, and that was two months ago. <laughs> War. Um. I did see in the chat, though, somebody, uh, speaking of great times, uh, Vegas is one set of great times, but Disney World can be fun. And I did see in the chat that a uh, a bear escaped from their uh, wonder, their wildlife park and is now just roaming around Disney. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. What do you mean it's just roaming around Disney? They're trying to... I, I don't know if it's they caught like it or not, but... It's just going at Mach 1.6. They can't <laughs> fucking just, catch it. It's a bear. It's going to get tired. It's going to eat some trash. I mean, it would be I'm disappointing assuming, being inside of like the habitat for all that time and seeing everybody else enjoy those things and not get to enjoy them yourselves. The teacups just spinning that bitch around. <laughs> Woo! I want a Mickey Mouse-shaped waffle. Yeah. <laughs> 
He's got his That's what on. I'm saying. He's going to Epcot. He's doing all the things. I didn't read the full story, but yes, yeah, so I, I I would have to imagine again to Sean's point that they caught him by now. But I did see that a, a bear, bear a bear escaped from the was uh, it a real bear or was it one of those fake ones? One of those sun bears yeah. walking around oh on his legs, <laughs> wave. It's just waving at people. He's standing in line at Space Mountain. People are like, look at this guy in his fucking bear <laughs> costume, fucking loser. And he goes to the Star Wars galaxy. He has his little lightsaber flipping around with his little bear hand. It's in the Magic Kingdom. Spotted loose. Later captured. Oh, okay, okay so it was captured. All right. I say it's a fucking bear. It's kind of hard to miss a bear. Is he on the do not let back in list for the park? Because if I did something like that where they had to shut down the park, you know, <laughs> so I would get invited back, back in. Back in. <laughs> God forbid I escape my enclosure and then you know, they just resurrected Walt Dizzy to track it down like a fucking bloodhound and got it in like two seconds. <laughs> but uh, oh, there have been a lot of escapes lately too. Like so outside of this bear, have you seen like there have been multiple prisoners from different prisons that have just like escaped and just been on the run? No. Like are people just not caring about things anymore? I just don't think things, so. They're just <laughs> Hey, bro. Yeah, you care you pay, get paid minimum wage to watch a fucking prisoner? Nah, dude, I'm good. Yeah, if you want to get out, man, fuck it. Go ahead, yeah. dude. As long as you don't shank me on your way out, I'm good. Like, Yeah, when you start the prison ride, just make sure I'm good, okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm walking the other way. But yeah, there were multiple prisoners in this past week that have all, from different prisons that escaped. It wasn't like four prisoners from one prison. It was like four prisoners from like three prisons or, or whatever that all escaped. And I'm like, what is, what is going on? They're getting crafty. They're getting crafty, crafty, crafty. Um, what, what are you? Oh, I'm just scrolling, <laughs> just scrolling, just, just looking. Reading through chat. I do appreciate, man. James was active in the chat. I appreciated that. Yeah, thank you for joining he was, us on a Monday, James. Ooh, lit up. Well, he he's ready to go. He said he was three sheets to the wind. He's oh, on. Okay. He's well, on vacation, I believe. So that's probably why. What does that phrase mean? Three sheets to the wind. I'm assuming that's a like a pirate tale thing where we're full steam ahead. Like, oh wait, is that is that all pirate ships have? Three sheets. It's like the, it's like a clipper ship. It's the uh, well the the analogy is that you're drunk, but it's the the sheet that is the line that controls the sails on a ship. If the line is not secured, the sail flops in the wind, and the ship loses headway and control. If all three sails are loose, the ship is out of control. Oh boy, he's out of control. He's out of control. <laughs> we gotta calm him down. You know what? Oh. Walt Disney, go get this man. He's like that black bear. You gotta go get him. He's Although he was like, "Hey, football's on. I'll see you guys." And then he just peaced out. That okay? So I told him to come back for the last call. What other we'll sayings do we already talked about gaslighting? But that was a saying that I misinterpreted to mean something different. I thought it just meant like we're going, like we're we're in it. You know, not like we're losing control. <laughs> Which I mean, it can kind of mean the same thing, but it was just the way that it was phrased was different. Like phrases that you personally have not understood, or that you no, think, just like, like where, overall the public has misconstrued. Overall, the public has misconstrued. I'm sure it could be something that I've misconstrued, but essentially, like, or where phrases even come from. Like times must have been crazy back in the day. Like to to come up with some of these phrases. No, we've we've consistently seen a, a steady stream of jargon throughout our lives that from our generation onwards. It's not just the old people. No, but like the the phrases back in the day seemed more poetic almost. And then the, well, no cap, you know, like what? The, I guarantee you, like, damn, I like the simplicity of that. 
No, like in 40 years from Cat now. Cat got your tongue? Yeah. <laughs> you mean you like that better? Real, real, yeah, real poetic like there. Hold on. Should we flick you a nickel so you get yourself murdered out the old... Jo- no, who gives a shit? No cap. All right? Dead ass? Dead ass you like that better? <laughs> I don't think so. I do. I get what you're saying. <laughs> like, because there was a... Where did no cap... Like, nobody's saying, oh, no cap means I'm not lying. Because... What's wrong with saying I'm not lying? Yeah. That's straight to the point. What happened to No Lie? Like, there was a whole rap song about No Lie by Drake and 2 Chains, maybe. <laughs> no Lie. No, why would we guys short it to No Cap? <laughs> I'm just saying. Phrases really, back in the day. Just really starting to sound old now. But it's a little disappointing. Back in my day, we actually had to think about our phrases. But like cat got your tongue. Where'd that one come from? Look that one up. Uh cat got your tongue. Uh English Navy used this used to use a whip called a cat o nine cat of nine tails for flogging. Oh wow. So the you pain like was the, so like severe that, that it caused the abuse. victim to stay quiet for a long time. Another possible source could be from the ancient Egypt or it, from ancient Egypt where liars and blasph- uh, blasphemers tongues were cut out and fed to the cats. Okay. See, they were, they were a lot more brutal back in the day. And yeah, no so, cap so, is. So, so he likes a nice, good, you know, phrase that's beat on like so maybe human, we, just getting destroyed. Maybe by we don't it. want those phrases. When I was when I was in Austin, uh, Texas, I was going down there, Bar Street, which is Sixth Street, and uh, this homeless man came up to me and said, "I'm not going to ask you for money. I just like to provide knowledge, and if you decide to pay me afterwards, great." And I'm definitely buying in on that. And we walked for probably a half a mile, and he gave me all of these phrases. Did he give you Wall Street bets knowledge, or yeah. did he give you the location, his, his the location of an F thirty five jet? No, have you? But have you seen the video of like the jester sitting on the ground and he's talking about like the World Economic Forum? Oh, and all these yeah, things and stuff like that. Yeah. Which, when you look up some of the things he says, like, how do you know anything about any of this stuff? You know, but. Um, yeah, this guy was just like, do you know where the term balls to the wall came from? And it was like, it was fighter pilots during World War II when they had to go full throttle, like the ball of the, on their, I don't know, the accelerator, they would throw it all the way to the wall to go as fast as possible, right? So it was like that, or give them the whole nine, the whole nine yards or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's how long a, uh, what's the proper term? It's not a clip, but like the, the chain of like a machine gun turret that's how long the bullet string was. Hmm. It was nine yards long. Interesting. Stuff like that. So I was like, oh, and, and unfortunately I didn't have any cat, so they cash. All, so but you was, got the knowledge? You for, got the knowledge. You, you did didn't not pay, pay him for, for that? I did not. And I am also not getting paid sharing this knowledge with any of you. Well, <laughs> so, oh, so how gracious of the, you the to pass I've, it on. The thing that I've learned is that it's just all of these things have come from violence in the past oh. on what you did to somebody else. Look at that the whole nine yards right yeah. there. I didn't so even have to. Maybe. I could have read it without you. Yeah. Yeah. I well, want you to go find that man and pay him. I want you to give him twenty dollars. Oh, he might. He might be plus long plus interest he, for all the for time. For all I know, he's on Jeopardy, and he's. Uh, I don't think he is. He could be with all of this knowledge that he just bestowed upon me. I don't. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> Something tells me he's not. If he's How long for did he walk with you for? Half a mile. Probably like a half mile. And what else did you talk about? Because I feel like those are well, fairly quick stories. 
No, those were the two that stuck with me. He gave me all sorts of other information about World War One and Two. He was very educated on well, World War One and Two for some he reason. Was, you know, in World War Two or something like that. Who knows? You know, I wasn't that old. It was just again, I have no idea why. Why but... didn't you cut him off sooner? Because he was looking for cash. You should be... Sorry, man. Hey, I would love. You got Venmo. To sit well, and talk he, to you, but he made, well, he made it sound like I'm walking this way anyway. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then it's a little different. I'm heading to that side of the street to beg for money anyway. Might as well walk with you, <laughs> type of deal. So. Honestly, it's pretty useful. I, I I'd know. enjoy it. I it That's was the one, problem with you two. Is you guys like talking to fucking strangers. I you never know no. who you're gonna meet, dude. People just talk I, to me. I know who I'm gonna meet. It's when I actively go and meet them. I don't want random ass people. There, people just talk there's to fun me. in it. You, you just you don't meet know too many people, who, and they tell you to shut your hair. Sample size. <laughs> uh, okay. By the sample size, we have a large I've enough had, sample size. Huh, yeah, we have a large enough sample size. I've done pretty well. That was a that was an outlier. Let's get rid of that one. I don't think that's the only one. one. Nope. That one guy wanted to fight you in the bathroom that one time. You didn't even do anything. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for the wall. I remember just the time we were at a bar, just enjoying the live music. <laughs> I'm in a stall. <laughs> You looked over the stall wall at me. <laughs> Leave me alone. This guy's looking over the stall. We're just at a bar enjoying ourselves with live music. This guy's like, hey, fuck that guy. I was like, I think he's talking about you. And you're like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? I didn't do anything. And the guy just didn't like that you were standing near his girlfriend. Not even that you were talking to her, but you were just round. Your presence was there. <laughs> Can I just be, I can't just be present in life. No. Apparently. So I, I don't know. So that's why you got to lock cut, me away in a prison. You got to cut down the stranger interaction hardcore. I still, again, the story that we've told where you asked the guys at Cheesecake and Pie and he said, you better shut your fucking hair up before I punch you in the face. I still think your reaction to that was the best. You go, huh? <laughs> it didn't what make sense. I'm sorry, sir. You did not answer the question. I think I was three sheets so, in the wind that night, but <laughs> even I knew that didn't make sense. <laughs> so, you know what? Something's not adding up. Let's do better. Also, you've seen this F-35 anywhere. Honestly, we put that homeless man with that guy and we'll probably come up with some good like you know insults between the two of them I do appreciate somebody I'm not great at it but that just come up with quick-witted insults Cameron used to be very good at it he since his loss well he doesn't write in his little back black book that he keeps by his bed do you bed know anyway. that that's a thing it has to be he okay. has to, no I, I've made this up because some of those insults I was like Zero chance you just came up. Like you sit there and think about ways to insult people. He he is he has been very off his game recently. I think uh, because he hasn't had as much time to write in his little book. Yeah, all the being, insults being that he quick, comes up with. Quick witted is a very good trait to have, or just quick thinking. Well, it can. Just it can also it can also get you in a lot of trouble. I would agree very quickly. Well, I'm not quick witted, and somehow I still get yelled at. <laughs> I don't say anything. Well, being slow witted doesn't help you anymore. All right, <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> Not fast enough with your retort. <laughs> hey, hey, you had three seconds to respond. You took four. I want to punch you now. Silly. Huh? Was not the correct response. <laughs> Damn. I'm sure I thought I had him with that one. It's that time of the night. What time of the night is it? It is the last call. Last call! This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up, and order again.
That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Last Call on the Last Call podcast, where every week we do a little something different. By the way, James, I do know rap. Get out of my chat. This week, Warner has brought us something to argue about. What are we arguing about this week? Oh, uh, we've got ourselves a bracket challenge. I'm gonna try to hang on. We might we we might have some working on it. Technical difficulties. Some technical difficulties. We're working on it though. Uh, you got the Jeopardy theme song on that little board of yours? We do not. We do, do, not. do 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 do. Uh, uh, <laughs> excuse oh me. My God, that, that was nice. Thank you. That, that was very nice. Looks like it's a little cut off there, but well, that's the last time I sing. Uh, we're working on it. Play me a line, Johnny. <laughs> Whatever it is. Give me, give me a, give me a topic here. Talk. Something that's not gonna get us fucking DMCA strike though. Talk while we're working on this. Talk amongst yourselves. What's up, girl? How you doing? Okay. And. <laughs> HR! Hey, so HR doesn't exist in this company. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, my God. All right. So I, I do have something I'll, I'll talk about you with because maybe you have some insight on this. I don't know. Do okay. you watch subtitles on a language of a TV show that you already know? Mm, no. So I saw, um, I saw a huge debate going on about people that will they always have the subtitles on or closed captions whatever the fuck you want to call it always on no matter what even if it's in a language that they know yeah so does my grandma but like i, but, but I'm, I'm, I, I want to know the reason why i don't know they say so i well, don't miss anything i'm like then just fucking listen with your ears i, I will say hearing impaired you can hear for whatever reason my girlfriend and i got into the pirates of the caribbean series by the way do you know there are five movies uh maybe not they could have been killed after the first one there was no need for the rest of them anyways we're on like two or three I didn't know movie four right now and there are a lot of times where they're whispering and they're doing their character accents and, and i was like i'm sorry what and usually i i can listen and hear and so i i kind of have to explain to my girlfriend what was just said but even in these movies i'm sitting there going i can't hear anything that is true she's canadian she probably doesn't understand. There's not an A at the end of every sentence. That's true. <laughs> so, That's true. I get that. I'm sorry. What did you say? Hey. Oh, it's like in uh, the SpongeBob episode with the I can't understand <laughs> your <laughs> accents. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Appreciate the coverage, guys. Um, Anytime. While we worked out our technical difficulties. All right, we're going to do something that we've done before. I know we say a little something different every week. Well, it's a little different of a bracket. It's a little different. It's a different bracket. Um, so we've done this before. This is a bracket challenge. Um, something fun, easy to do. Uh, so this week, in, in the past, we've done, I think, Christmas movies. We've done fast food restaurants, and we've done states. Mm-hmm. Those are the three. Mm. Uh, this week, we're going to do, because it's fall, football's on, tailgating. We're going to do popular tailgate foods. Popular oh. tailgates. All right. Now, try to monitor chat. See, we, we got to get some chat input here as well. Um, so, the foods that we're looking at here, I've got listed out 16 of them. We've got number one, jalapeno. This is no particular order, no rankings or anything. This is just random, random draw. 
Jalapeno poppers, mini meatballs, nachos and cheese, mozzarella sticks, mini tacos, onion rings, potato skins, loaded fries, buffalo wings, uh, chips and guacamole, pigs in a blanket, chips and salsa. Okay. Now I know what you're thinking. Hey, Nick. My popular food's not up there. I'm sorry. This is what I, this is what I pulled. So deal with it. Fuck We're you. doing it's it. My bracket. Yes, this is my bracket. We're doing it off of the 16 that I picked first. So, all right, all right. Where Without are we any supposed? further ado, where are you starting? We're gonna we're gonna start at this nine and eighteen here. Mini meatballs and nachos and cheese. That's a nine and eight, by the way. What did I say? Eighteen. Nine and eight. Yeah. Cheese, buddy. Speaking of. All right, mm, nine, nine and eight. Nachos and cheese from no, the chat. Can, 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 I think nachos always moves on from that. Really? Well, are you kidding me? I appreciate because time out, time out. Dude, some what, crock what? pot mini meatballs. But are we talking like good homemade? Like somebody put a little extra in the nacho cheese? Sure. Are we talking the bullshit stale chips and like? No, not not from the concession stand. This okay. is tailgate food. So mm. if somebody brings that to a tailgate, you're probably throwing it away. Yeah, I'm not eating. Yeah, so you're gonna uh, up it a little bit. I do like mini meatballs. What are we? Are, what are we doing? Just straight meatballs? Are we doing a little barbecue action? What do we? What do we got on these meatballs? It's mini meatballs. I mean, I'd say it's probably gonna be barbecue. That is a typical, right? Just because it's a tailgate and I don't want to have to deal with a fork and all the mess, I think I do have to go with nachos and cheese right. for ease of edibility. Okay, that, I, you is, know, is I, that a word? I, I don't think there's any argument. Sean's already said I, yes, nachos right? Nachos and cheese, yeah. Like, nachos I, and gonna, cheese. Like, I uh-huh. do appreciate a good mini meatball, but like nachos and cheese is it, it covers a lot of bases. All right, uh, five and a twelve. We got mozzarella sticks and the mini tacos. I mini, will are say, you talking street tacos? Or are you talking? Oh my god! <laughs> well, no, because I, I I guess I'm trying to gotta have clarifications Mont on every single one all of these. Day. Mont sticks. Although I, I was thinking about this one. Have you ever seen mozzarella sticks at a at a tailgate? I know this is kind of my bracket, but I kind of picked. Like, I can't say that were maybe easy to cook. I mean, I've seen a lot of stuff at a tailgate. We went to a tailgate with one of your buddies, yeah, Andrew, who's been on the podcast. Yeah. He yeah. brought chicken breasts, <laughs> like not wings, just straight up boneless, skinless chicken breasts. We and did like, get. Lobster mac and cheese from a group at that, that same tailgate. That is true. So there is Jesus a lot. Christ. Dude, some people really who, step who, up their game. Who brought the caviar? <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys love yes, uh, bottle of Dom Perignon, yeah. shall we? Yes, we only drink San Pell here. We don't drink still water for I, peasants. I do. Yeah, probably mozzarella. I'm, I'm all about mozzarella. the Maybe tacos. Kind of just suck because like, like I like them, but like I want more of like a, I want the full taco, and like I have to eat. 12 mini tacos to get the same experience. All right, fair enough. All right, next one. We got an 11 and a 6. We got loaded fries and buffalo wings. Wings. I'm I, don't, wings. I don't even think this is a debate. Yeah, I think no, wings I all think day. This is the, buffalo wings, strong competitor. I love buffalo wings. I don't think it's going to be hard yeah. to beat. Buffalo wings is great. All right, last one here of the first round. Chips and guac, pigs in a blanket. I have mm. I have issues with chips and guac. You have an issue with chips and guac? I have issues. Issue like what you that like, chips and guac like the guac specifically? I hate guac. Honestly, I think it's overrated. I, I think it's a little overrated. It's hell overrated. It's like but it's not that good. My issue is when it turns brown like immediately. 
it's like when you cut up an apple and yeah, yeah, you got to eat it right away. And, start, and I realize you mix it up, it's green again, whatever. But that brown right on top, that throws me off. I I like pigs in a blanket. Like if you're at the Indy 500 and you're there in the more early morning and you're doing like a little bit of a breakfast cook yeah. for your tailgate, pigs in a blanket's great. In the afternoon, it's, you know, it's like yeah. I'm ready for a hot dog, right? It's because uh, what is it? It's just a mini hot dog wrapped in a in a bun, essentially a croissant. A croissant. <laughs> a croissant. <laughs> All right. I think I think we. we All right. Well, you guys are choosing pigs in a blanket. So yeah, go. Yeah. Guacamole is just overrated. I think, I it's think not. It's not that good. They they overdo it. They put like you get guacamole at Chipotle and your whole bowl is guac. I'm like, dude, I didn't want that much. I just want a little dollop, and you sit there and you fucked it all up. I have no, more guac than I got meat. That's kind of Chipotle's MO. All right. Bringing in some buy, the uh, people that had the buys the first round. Um, jalapeno poppers, nachos, and cheese. I think I, I think I have to go nachos and cheese just really? because I eat jalapenos at a tailgate. I'm drinking. I'm absolutely getting heartburn at this stage. So uh, no, that's going to just ruin my entire day. Think about this. Uh, jalapeno poppers, you eat them. It's got a little bit of heat. It's got a little bit of cream heat? cheese to cool you down. And then if you're still hot, you grab your drink. That cools it off. The best way to get rid of heat, alcohol. You don't go for water. Water mixes the hot stuff around. You get uh, alcohol, it dilutes, actually dilutes the, the burn. See, you I just, have to go for alcohol. I just, if, as long as you're over 21. I'm just looking at my longevity. I'm in it to win it at this tailgate. We're going to have a great time. And uh, jalapeno poppers, I think, are just going to be counterproductive to that. I do enjoy a good jalapeno popper. I don't think a tailgate's the best is, setting. Is the jalapeno popper bacon wrapped? It's your changes, tailgate. You can make it. You, you can make it whatever you want. That changes it. What's, that, what's our chat saying? I'm saying nacho cheese. Mm, I like a good. I love a good bacon wrapped jalapeno popper. They're pretty good. Pretty tasty. I think. What? What? Are we getting anything from chat? We're getting James, jalapeno James, poppers. James said jalapeno poppers. All right. I, I think that's that's no, I okay. that, that's fine. I guess three v four. I will say like, I, I, I can't. I'm not a big fan of cream cheese, but I when you put it with jalapenos and bacon, some for some reason I like it. Comes alive. Yeah, I don't know why. All right, mozzarella sticks and onion rings. This is old fried beat down. I like onion rings. A fried fight, if you will. I like onion rings a lot. Really? I do. Oh yeah. See, I the thing my issue with onion rings. You when you bite it and then the onion comes out of the casing. It is an the, art to get this oh to get get the casing to hang on to that. Ruins onion. it. Mozzarella sticks. I think I can say that similar things about the mozzarella sticks. Like some people, some mozzarella sticks do the same thing. Where now I'm just a hollowed out shell of bread. Yeah. Um, this is tough. Uh, I enjoy onion rings, but I like mozzarella sticks. I think I gotta go mozzarella sticks as well. That's fine. What? I I do really like onion rings, but we're oh we got we're we're we, split think, yeah. here. Why do we not have more in the? Ch- we I, need one more person. We need a tiebreaker in the tiebreaker? chat. Tiebreaker? Well, you know what? Tiebreaker. It's me. <laughs> it's my it's my, it's bracket. my bracket. Mozzarella sticks. It's my brackets. Fuck you. All right. Uh, it, I'm sorry. It's fuck you. It's my bracket. No, oh, sorry. Correct. Get the syntax correct. I don't even think this one's gonna be hard. Uh, potato skins and buffalo wings. Wings. Come on. Come on. 
It's yeah. always wings. Yeah. It's always wings. I like. It's like potato skins are good, but like those are like oh. the those are like the like when you ever get like those platters of like multiple appetizers. There's a reason why there's only like three potato skins. As you're like, mm, that's it's enough. Here. That's it's, enough. It's I, filler. I, I think it's, I'm good. Yeah. It's warming me up for the buffalo wings. Yeah. You, you know, I wasn't a uh, I wasn't a fan of pigs and blanket, but as the Cinderella story, they've kind of warmed my heart a little bit. So I might actually take pigs in a blanket here. I don't pigs know. Pigs in a blanket, chips and salsa. I, I dude, because I, like, if I'm going to pay for an appetizer, I want it to be some somewhat where I'm not going to want to do it because it's inconveniencing <laughs> and wrapping up a whole bunch of hot dogs and croissants. I don't want to fucking do that. It is pretty taxing. I'm going to, I'll just, as far as effort. I can eat chips and salsa any day of the week with little to no cost. <laughs> James is going off. James wants pigs in a blanket. We have a real swine connoisseur over here. I'm all I'm saying. I'm say pigs and blankets. You know, how everybody has that one food that they like. Oh, I could eat infinite amount of that food. Yeah. Chips and salsa is mine. I can yeah. eat well because it's basket it's on not basket filling. on basket. But I don't know why I'm in a pigs in a blanket mood. I'm still sticking with pigs because I think it's good. All right, we're going pigs and blanket. Crowd has spoken. Woo! All right, we're down to the final four here. Jalapeno poppers, mozzarella sticks, two very similar foods. Yeah, one hotter than the other. I mean, which is more similar, a jalapeno popper to a mozzarella stick or a mozzarella stick to an onion ring? A jalapeno popper to a mozzarella stick. Is more similar than an onion? Okay. 100%. I'm the asshole. Okay. (laughs) In what way is an onion ring similar to a mozzarella stick? We just talked about that. They both have the breading and the thing, and then you can pull the insides out. and The other two both have (sighs) bread. They're both fried foods. All yeah. of them are fried foods. Uh, Whatever. I, mean, I guess you can. But one it. both. It's cheese, cheese. The one you just add a pepper to it. You're good to go. It's different cheeses. I get that. I want to. I, I mean, like, I, I love I think, jalapeno poppers. I think at this point, though, like, if I'm looking at, like, taking this from a, a face value of what I order more often, be, just because I've been burned on shitty jalapeno poppers at places. I'm going to go with the Mott Sticks here. Oh, man. I, I thought we had an easy win here. Yeah, James has a good point. He said there's multiple ways to do jalapeno poppers. I have seen... Uh, maybe it's a not necessarily a jalapeno popper, but I've seen it where you take a pepper, you scoop out the, the seeds and everything, yeah. mix that in with some cream cheese, you spread that back into the pepper, wrap it in bacon, put it in the oven for a little bit. Pretty solid. It's not deep fried. It's a little bit healthier way of doing it. Still good though. I'm going jalapeno. I don't know why they they they. I, did, I didn't like them in the first round, but the second round, I, I think I gotta poppers. Gotta take them. Oh man, buffalo wings and pigs in a blanket. The Cinderella versus the number one seed. I think you gotta take buffalo. Yeah, I don't. Like, I, I, if you tell me if we were, if, we've been friends. All we, I've been friends with you for a long friends. time. I've been for a decent amount of oh, time. Oh, you think yeah. we're friends? Oh fuck! All right, well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. If, you, if we walk up, <laughs> you're a good I, actor. <laughs> if we walk up and you choose, been pigs putting on the blanket, charade for 15 years. I'm probably gonna probably gonna punch you right in the mouth. I'm like there were wings on the table that we could have had, and you chose pigs in a blanket. Yeah, pigs in a blanket. It if is. If I found out, if I found out that you were debating at home what to bring, yeah, <laughs> and you brought pigs in a blanket over wings, over some delectable <laughs> wings. I'm pretty sure we are no longer friends, and I'm going home. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not showing sure to this fucking tailgate ever again. I don't care. I'm cutting all ties. Ah, uh, this one. 
All right, we're, we're down. We're wings. down to the final round. Jalapeno poppers, buffalo wings. I I I mean, come on, buffalo come wings. Come on, come on. You can't. Come on. It's so. I, I don't want to say it's easy. They're a but staple of American culture. Hey, can you look this up for me? When was the buffalo wing actually created? <laughs> Um, when did they kill all the buffalo? Uh, 1964. Yeah, 19. I'm just kidding. It has been an American staple since 19. When was the pigs in a blanket created? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this was 1957. Oh, that's that's an upset. It was a British Christmas. Dinner. Okay. The, yeah. Right, well, we're, so we're tailgating we, America. The, the wings win that one. They're not tailgating an American tailgating Chelsea game. And America beats the Brits again. <laughs> Oi, bro. You want little pigs in a blanket? Shut the fuck up. Where are the Buffalo wings at this tailgate? Jesus. Shut <laughs> Jeez Jeez Louise. Gonna go tailgate a football match with American wings. Yeah, absolutely. That's fun. You know, I, um,. Every time I hear Buffalo Wings, the the movie Osmosis Jones. Did you guys ever see that movie with yes, Bill Murray? I did. Yep. He Wait, talks about the Buffalo Wing be- Festival. Chris Rock is also the. He's one of the characters. White blood cells or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He talks about the Buffalo Wing Festival in Buffalo, New York, where they have ninety nine types of wings and over a hundred dipping sauces. Yeah. Sounds like heaven. There we are. <laughs> Tailgate. Those people in Buffalo know how to tailgate. That's for sure. Well, thank you, Warner, for putting together that bracket. I think we, uh, I think we accomplished what we set out to do here. We did we, it. We found the number one tailgating food in the James world. James has a good point. We all knew where. Sorry, I ruined your moment. We knew uh, where it was. <laughs> oh, yes. James said we we knew all we all knew where this was going to end. So yeah, that's nah, okay. It's fun though. We knew they were an underdog coming debates. in, but everybody knew. By the way, next week uh, I'm having a tailgate, so. We all know what top five things you got to bring. Are you though? Top no, five? Things? I'm not. Oh. We should. All right. Damn. We're so gonna have t- me excited a little bit. Tailgate. The, never mind. Tailgate the podcast. Woo. Well, that's it for this Monday night. We appreciate you hanging out with us. We'll put this out uh, next week. Um, but thank you for joining us live. And if you're not joining us live and you're listening on the podcast, join us live typically on Fridays or you know whenever we just feel like doing it um, at the T H E E Last Call Podcast at Twitch. So. Thank you all for joining us. Anything else before we sign off? Uh, find my jet. Find please. It, please. I would like to bring it back. It's worth $100 million, but we'll give you a crisp $5 bill if you find and it. Solid handshake. Some, and some information, some knowledge. And maybe some buffalo wings. For the Last Call Podcast, I'm Aaron. That's Nick. That's Sean. And we hope you have a great fucking week.